0: For all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, just stop. Shut up already.
1: Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Go! The Bulls win it! They win it! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes. he wants his mummy. Ha ha ha. He uses Curry. Way down Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry!
0: White Mumba out
1: he's waited six episodes look at him he can, he's sweating oh, i was writing that
0: for an hour today
1: well hello everyone and welcome back to sports opinionated we're a podcast from australia that tells it like it is in the wonderful world of the nba it's the playoffs we're down to eight teams there's nothing like it joining me today after breaking all melbourne protocols and spending a week in the bahamas stunning himself to avoid the self-proclaimed title of Tasty white mumber is Matt O'Brien. O'Brien, welcome back. Thank you,
0: mate. It's just been great being in lockdown, hasn't it? It's just been wonderful being able to be stuck in your own home, twenty-four-seven. Just fantastic. Um, I took some annual leave that it was owed to me by Sports Opinionated. I've worked. Uh, what is it? I've, I've, I've yeah, I've, I've worked up about a week's annual leave, so I took that. Um, I just want to thank Rhino for uh, for filling yes, in, filling you. in for us. You know, did a good job.
1: Solid rookie, rookie in his debut. Fairly solid. Well. There are a couple of game sevens just after we dropped our last pod: Houston OKC and Utah Denver, which had unbelievable finishes in both of them. Uh, one finish which almost brought my son to tears. Where oh. do you want to kick in, mate? Houston OKC, the game seven there.
0: Oh, I'll start with I'll start with the other one, the the
1: Denver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. I'll save I'll save the tears till later. <laughs> never as a um, never been more evident in a game seven of no no crowd. Like normally, the tension in this game seven was palpable with the crowd, but this time it was—it just wasn't there. They were largely playing, obviously, to the empty gym. Um, but yeah, it was just intense those final moments. And I love Donovan Mitchell taking on uh, Jamal Murray in those final few minutes. Loved that he take notes out the superstars. He wanted the assignment. It stuffed, yes. him, at the, it stuffed him at the other end. Where he couldn't make a shot, but um, he was defending defending feverishly. Evans on. Um, Jamal Murray. Um, Mike Conley was absolutely putrid in that last quarter, probably cost yeah. him the game. Yeah. Um, but the final moments, it seems like the players lose their minds and it seems like the rest lose their minds as well.
1: Well, can I just map out for our listeners what happened and then you can talk us through your take on it? So, up late, what, seconds to go with the ball rather than run the clock out and get fouled up two with seconds to go. Denver pushes it on a two and two on yep. one, eight, three on one break. Eight seconds, though right? already. <laughs> Murray Murray hits. I think it was uh, who are we saying off air? Gary uh, Harris. Gary Harris wouldn't? in stride for a layup, which he fluffs. O'Brien, <laughs> and then take us through what happens in the final moments. Well,
0: then somehow they don't get back, and it ends up with Mike Conley. Literally, I forget who. I think I think um. Forget it was. Just ran straight past him, and he literally had a wide open three, which would have been catastrophic for Denver, which would have won the game by one and the series. But Mike Conley hadn't hit a shot the whole game, virtually anyway, so it missed. Just,
1: just,
0: <laughs> yes, in and, out, in and out, in and out. Um, and before that, poor Rudy Gobert went hard to the hole,
1: Boy.
0: made a score, and got slapped in the face by Plumley. No foul. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Very, hardly done by. Oh,
0: yes, but, uh, but Jokic, probably the difference, or Jokovic, as I like to call him, was probably the difference, <laughs> the big I'll, fundamental.
1: <laughs> I'll get you on him later. Absolutely. Yeah, he was. He was. And look, for compet- competition safe for round two, happy to see Denver come through. but
0: From three to one down, no less.
1: Desperately unlucky. Desperately unlucky on that last shot. My goodness. Um, Houston OKC. Mountain. Oh,
0: Houston, see.
1: Speaking of of final plays, which defies belief, um, what did you see in the, at the end of that game?
0: Well, are we talking about the... Are we talking about... Are we talking no, about not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I saw madness. I thought it was quite... There was a good article in The Ringer, which I forwarded on to you. Um, it, it was quite ironic that Chris Paul didn't finish the series and his season by making a big shot. He finished it by... Gesticulating stipulating to the refs and trying to win some debate with the refs. That, that's how he finished his year, which sums him up, really. Um, yeah, they just couldn't get it done OKC. Okay, and that final play, um, when they had it with – after all the drama, which we'll go into later, yes. um, with 1.1 seconds left, they had the ball. They needed – were two down two, I think? Down two, yes, 1.1 seconds left. And um, SGA had the pass inbounds, and he just didn't look across the floor because he had Schroeder on the weak side corner with no one near him. Covington, if you re-look really at it, Covington comes across with his back to the guy he's meant to be guarding. He's got his hands out trying to deflect an inbounds pass. He's a good four or five metres from Schroeder. Um, and SGA just doesn't throw the ball over there. Unlike Kyle Lowry, who did throw the ball
1: yes.
0: on an exact same he set-up.
1: Touch on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Look, Just panicked. Just it is. Panicked. It's a tough, tough pass. Look, it took for you to point that out for me to even notice that was happening. And I'm in an elevated view watching my TV from the comfort of my own home. SGA dwarfed by the players around him. You're right. Didn't see the pass, and away it went. Chris Paul got to the spot, as you said, almost on the elbow, which is his number one shot, in highest clip in the league. Short armed it. Game on over. Yeah,
0: pre- on the previous play. That's previous right. Short armed right. it. So,
1: yeah, tough, tough beat for OKC, but we got the two best teams coming forward, which is what we wanted, O'Brien, heading into the second round. We got the eight best teams. I know that Indy were higher than, than Miami, 4v5, but we've got the eight best teams into the second round. And what series we've got. Ryan called this, by the way, last week, and he he, he talked about Heat Buck's and his tip for Miami, which I thought was nonsensical. Now,
0: <laughs> Very good by
1: him. <laughs> now, what the hell has happened in this series? I never saw this level of domination coming. It was 3-0 to Miami over the Bucks. We all thought it had become a 4-0 sweep when Giannis went down with another ankle. Kudos to Milwaukee for finally showing some grit. But they are in a deep, dark hole, O'Brien. What has gone on here?
0: Well, I had – well, I had um... – one of my takes was that Giannis was going to just fly through every series, including this one. Yes,
1: that was your um, Stephen A, mate. You went very yeah, strong. Now,
0: is, is he hurt or is this just an excuse for how he's struggling? We hear he's got an ankle issue. Um, but what, what I've noticed watching the games is that some of the, the, the depth of Miami, they've got to be congratulated. Like some of these young guys, Harrow, Robinson, Bam, They've just got that much confidence that they, they're unafraid of the moment. They believe they should be there, and they think they're going to win. Um, they know their job, and they play hard defensively on every single possession. Um, this is a Miami thing, yeah, which we've talked mm. about before, the culture of that ball club. Well, totally... Milwaukee look worried about someone like Robinson as much as they would be about Steph or Clay. They, they seem that concerned about him. Now, he hit six yep. threes in game four, which they lost. I believe he had six threes. Um, but yeah, he's he's dangerous. Hero's just he's un, he's unhinged too. He just goes for it. Yep. Um, and they're worried about Bam on every possession. They do not know what to do with him.
1: No, they don't. No, they don't. They haven't come across anything like him. Yeah. Um, I I hope that um, this ankle injury, legit, and he wasn't hurt with that ankle until a game ago, that that doesn't become part of the narrative behind Milwaukee's loss if they do as we think, go on to lose this series. Um, there, there are so many things, permutations, O'Brien, going on with this series. Permutation. I, I don't even know where to begin. But first, firstly, it's just how many minutes Giannis was playing. He was averaging about 34 minutes a game. He's sitting for way too long. Miami were making runs when he was out. Um, he's just too slow to respond, is Coach Bud. Um, too slow to make adjustments. Nick Nurse... Popped Kawhi on Giannis down 0-2 a year ago. Lowry played 47 minutes in game three of their series down 2-zip. In this in a Boston in this Boston game, in a different series, he took uh, Brad Stevens took Tice off without him making a glaring mistake, down 12-4, three minutes into game four. Robert Williams came in less than three minutes later, they tied the score up. This is the kind of stuff and decision-making for coaches that keeps you in games. Um, he's just staying too long with what has got him here. Miami, though you're right. If they've got Crowder shooting the three at a good clip, they can play a closing five of him, Butler, Bam, Dragic. And you're right, whoever's playing the best out of Robinson, Hero, Hero Nun, yeah. they just get to pick. Or if Crowder oh, boy, doesn't no. have it going, they run with Iggy. That five to compete with anyone, um, buddy. I'd take Nun, Hero, and Robinson over Bledsoe right now.
0: Yeah,
1: just... uh, he's, he's been putrid. Oh, by the way, the, the flasher has been revealed from last week. Oh, who is it? it? It's it's Jones Jr. Jones Jones Jr. Jr. with the rig.
0: Fantastic. Good work from Jones Jr. Yeah, he did. Um, One thing I'd make note of with Milwaukee, I've watched this for a while now. If Giannis and Lopez want to continually play as a group of two, like their six-foot-six shooting guards sitting on the perimeter, they will not win the series. There's often times in transition where they've they've got them in bad position and instead of Giannis or Lopez running to the front of the rim, they just collapse to the three-point line. They're an easy out. They've just got to start putting some on them inside, especially yep. in transition. Uh, good call. Just, they're just easy to defend that way.
1: Uh, good call by you. Now, obviously, Giannis goes down. They play 24 minutes almost without the great Greek freak who's about to become the MVP, and don't close them out for zip uh, It won't come back to the of You said to if they win this series. Do you have some hope here that Milwaukee win three straight?
0: When did I say, oh, they're gone now? They won't win it from here. No,
1: Okay. Okay. Well, Matt, you held off before, but if we're going to talk about this series, we have to talk about the floppy and the refereeing because the refs basically decided, not this one, but two game twos. Um, I'll give a little bit of context. You'll you'll have a heap of stuff. I watched this game in its entirety. The game basically started less than three minutes in with Brooke Brooke Lopez kicking his feet out to start the game on a three-point attempt. Gets called for a foul, does, I think, bam? Spoltz was like, no, nah, I'm not having this. Challenges the call, rightly, because he just didn't get near him. And the call is upheld. Yeah, that's So the call's not overruled. So... box. You know what the players then proceed to do for the rest of the game, bud? Star jumps. And the refs have no choice but to call it. So late in the game, you'll love this, O'Brien. Lopez is shooting another another three. And Duncan Robinson is closing out hard. Now, Lopez throws the feed out and falls on his uh, assets, as Doris Burke would call it. Thanks for that one, Doris. But Duncan Robinson, mate, the more nimble athlete, nimble O'Brien, um, <laughs> definitely avoids all contact. and, the shot... and
0: deftly. Oh, I'm on <laughs> fire, bud.
1: And the shot from Lopez is so bad that it hits, it doesn't hit the side of the backboard, doesn't airball. It hits the top of the backboard, mate, <laughs> and not floating down with some gentle English O'Brien, but it ricochets upwards. That's not a basketball shot, mate. And no. then on the final play, do you want to go there, or can I just tell the listeners what happened first?
0: This is the dragish foul.
1: Um, yep. Can the I go there? Yeah,
0: the can second last. There? You can go
1: there. So Middleton jumps into a straight up dragish. Doesn't a move. On doesn't a move. A heave, a heave down three, and jumps into dragish. Refs blow the whistle. Three free throws <laughs> ties the game. But then O'Brien. <laughs> The refs aren't done. They aren't done. And on the buzzer, and we love it, and we love him, an untouched Jimmy Butler gets the whistle on the buzzer. Only needs one free throw to win it, which, of course, he did. Mate, these aren't your Monday night nutterwadding part-timers getting some pocket money refereeing these games. These are supposed to be the best of the best at this stage of the season. I was gobsmacked with what I saw. Now, was, I noticed- was, that,
0: was, was there a light touch from behind, though, Evans? There
1: was no light there touch. Was a, there was a
0: light touch on the midriff by by Giannis, wasn't there? A very light touch with his left hand, I, I think believe.
1: He, I think he was but saying... The ball no, was attempt. gone, though. The I'll ball see, was well, gone. The ball was well and truly really gone. Yeah. I know you're keen to talk about the final seconds. I don't know how you're gonna. I'm going to follow you here. The final seconds of Houston OKC, which just so much pressure on the pressure on the referees, it defies belief. You want to give us the rundown of what happened there, or just give us a an overarching uh, opinion, well, please? Well, continuing
0: with the theme of these players who are just diving to the floor, um, just just every second play. This, this this sequence, this sequence, with under a minute left, mm-hmm. it, it wraps up everything that we love and hate about the NBA right now. Right. So there's yeah. 20 seconds to go. Gordon brings the ball over half court. He turns and bodies up Chris Paul. Just turns just turns and puts his back to him, so he just takes the dribble back. Yep. Paul yep. dives to the floor. Yeah, of course. Right in front of the ref. Dives Indeed. to the floor. Ref doesn't fall for it. Then Gordon turns towards Stephen Adams, who and he exposes the ball. Stephen Adams just gets a little finger in, pokes it away. Then Gordon dives backwards and sideways like a meter and a half. No call again. Yes. This is magnificent referee, by the way. He yep. doesn't fall for So far, so good. Any of his crap. Ball ends up with Chris Paul somehow after his dive. He must have had time to get up. I don't know. Gets the ball, <laughs> dribbles down. He goes to pass James Harden, dribble past James Harden, virtually just – I don't know if they even made contact with him. James Harden then dives to the floor. Yep. And all of a sudden, after all this diving and just testiculating, Evans – Testiculating. Chris Paul has suddenly got a six-foot – Jumper yep. uncontested to uncontested. put him in front. and he short arms it and under the pressure. pressure. Yep. Um, just unbelievable. This is unbelievable. It just if you, how would you how would you be a ref these days? No, you,
1: no, you're right. You're right. And ESPN analyst, Jay Williams, summed it up best. The refs are both trying to do too much. They're also being asked to do too much. I don't know how they do it. Did you see Kyle Lowry's? Um, sorry, Tyce's flagrant foul on Kyle Lowry.
0: No, I did not.
1: So, Tyce's has been screened out, and he's he's trying to play defense across the three-point line, which is not his area. And a player goes to go past him, and he tries to get his hand up, you know, to get in a defensive position. Lowry had come to the side to screen. Tice never saw him. There's not a dirty bone in Tice's body, by the way. Tice puts the hand up and clips Lowry on the chin. Lowry drops like a prize fighter. Tice looks down apologetically, gets called for the foul. Bends down to apologize to Lowry, who leaps up and spins his finger like it's a fan on full throttle, <laughs> mate, demanding the review for a flagrant. And guess what? He they got did. It. And guess what? They caught a flagrant one. My last one here was that Westbrook got Schroeder in the low post, backed him down. Schroeder flopped so hard that both feet left the ground. And when he landed, he actually hurt his own elbow. <laughs> <laughs> It's out of control, mate. It is. It's, it's, it's yeah. out of control. Well, mate, we're one series in. Let's take a pause. Let's go to our quotes. Now, I know you've got a few. Can, can you jump in first? What's what's a controversial quote that's caught your eye these, this last, last oh, week? I, <laughs> nothing,
0: nothing controversial, but quite amusing. We love Bill Simmons, right? He had a pod with uh, Rosillo um, earlier. Maybe it would have been a couple of pods ago. Huh? Um, and, and Simmons said at one point that the – he said, and I quote, the 63 point game, this is by Jordan, was a bit overrated. I mean, they <laughs> lost. Yep. I mean, what what is wrong with this man? <laughs> How can a 63 point
1: game be overrated? I, you know, didn't get the W, says and says, then, uh, and, says and, that,
0: and as we know, they're, they're very deferential to Bill, all his guests and his mates. Oh,
1: of course, of course
0: they are. Um, a little bit later in the pod, Rosillo, when they were, they were choosing which um, games to do their retro calls on and go through, yeah, during the yep. uh, COVID, yep. during the lockout, and Rosillo said to him, I learned early that it was the Bill Simmons podcast and it was best just to say yes to you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's worked that out well. He's
1: worked yep. that out well. Yeah, i got a quick one for you. We love Mike Breen. Um, a Slicing uh, Caruso goes to the basket, one of your favourites, O'Brien. Um, Mike Breen with the exclamation, Caruso faster than gossip. <laughs> the general, the general, yeah, yeah. got the general in the pod. Great I, I, I got it general. last week as well. Yep. Uh, now,
0: while I'm watching games, I'm often just typing stuff into my iPhone, little notes for the pod.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, uh, and then, out of the, and Doris Burke and uh, Dave Pash for commentating this game, game two, two of Milwaukee Miami. Uh-huh. I'm just typing something into my phone. Then I hear Doris say. How quickly can we get back to the hotel, Dave Pash? I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Doris, what? Doris, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> what was she meaning?
0: She was referring to the game that was going to follow this, but uh, all, all I heard was she was very keen to get back to the hotel with Dave Pash.
1: <laughs> with a man called Pash. All right. Um, I was about to say we love Mark Jackson, but in some ways we do. It's a love-hate thing for you and I, I think, with Mark Jackson. Get this quote from him. Um, when you're defending Harden and Westbrook, you know they're going to find uh, to go at you the full 24 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I'll follow. I've got another Mark Jackson one for you, by the way. This yep. is this is one minute and 12 seconds into Game Seven, right? Okay. Which game? Uh, and this is Denver and Utah. We're one minute and 12 seconds in. Sure. Jokic scores, right, to make it five two. Um. And Mark Jackson says, "Great job, job by Jokic stopping the bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> it's five nil, mate. <laughs> the game's not.
1: It's not a twenty to one run. <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's not. Although that said, he did like the Lakers' energy in a recent game when we led two nil. Um, <laughs> this is
0: great.
1: I've got a random uh, league pass voiceover guy." Um, obviously, now I'm watching a, a couple of live games. They, you know, in the timeouts, they go through the highlights. Did you see LeBron James posterize Russell Westbrook?
0: No, I did not. Like,
1: oh, my goodness. It's amazing. Um, the voiceover guy, LeBron baptises Russell Westbrook. Blessings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, Mike D'Antoni interviewed at quarter time of game one versus the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And he asked about Harden's great offensive start in game one, you know, because he'd been a little struggling a little bit prior sure. to that. Sure. And Mike said, he's a player. He's a player.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the insight. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for the insight.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay.
0: Well, I've got one more, but I think uh, sure. if you, you wanted it or I want it. This is our boy,
1: Kevin Harlan. Oh, you do yeah. a good, Kevin Harlan. We both love this, this line today. Go for it. So this is this is
0: this is the big Zubach, which I'm sure you you still holding grievances there, Evans, that he's left. Um he was he was one of one today, Evans.
1: Who's
0: that? <laughs> Zubach was one of one from the floor. Well today. he's
1: one, you're about so, to say. Yeah.
0: The one is the way to do it. Okay. Took took a feed from Kawhi. And he proceeded to jam it right over the top of Millsap, one of the great dunks on someone's head you've ever uh-huh. seen. And our boy Kevin Harlan said, a Zubaka! Now, I don't know what they, that's his nickname or whatever. That was fantastic. It I love
1: it. Well, can I give you the second part of that quote? I can, it's a two-word quote. I can't believe you missed the second one. So, oh, yeah, sorry. Zubaka, and then he goes, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> From Kevin Harlan. Oh, yes. fantastic. Fantastic one of one from him. Fantastic. Well, great quotes. We've, we've got so much going on at the moment, and our, our media are just giving us what we want, O'Brien. Let's get back into the basketball. Stay on the East. Stay on the East because, O'Brien, I went out on a limb. I picked Boston in an upset. And, mate, they were 0.5 seconds away from an insurmountable 3-0 lead when O.G. Ananobi, good luck with that one, Basil Zemplis, O.G. Ananobi hits a miracle three on the buzzer, what would we call that, the pass of the year from Kyle Lowry over the tallest player in the league, Taco Fall. Awesome pass. At 2.26 metres. So Boston gets the unluckiest of losses in game three. Then they had the loss they can't afford, O'Brien, in game four. When a good Tatum game, 24 points on 10 of 18, doesn't turn into a great Tatum game. Why? because Jalen Brown goes 4 of 18. His worst clip of the season, and he plays like he thinks he's the man, and suddenly a potential sweep is at 2-2. But then today, O'Brien, today, the emphatic statement from Boston in Game 5, an absolute blowout that was over early in the third when Boston led by 30, winning by 22. They're up 3-2. Over 80% of the teams that take a 3-2 lead go on to win the series. What have you seen? in this series so so far that's caught your eye, mate. It's been an absolute ripper.
0: I've seen that the three-point shooting that I talked about before the series started hasn't eventuated for Toronto. Not yet. The wings and the rotation guys for Boston, their ability to defend laterally and cover and make the threes contested and make the threes rushed um, have caused them a great deal of trouble. I think they were 40-odd percent from the floor on threes in the first series in round one. Um, in this series so far, I believe they're shooting it at 30% as a team. So yes, they've yes. taken that weapon away from them. Quite right. I'm just looking now. Yeah, 31% for the series. Um, Fred Van Vliet struggling. See, Arkham has struggled with his three-point shot the entire playoffs.
1: Yep, I'll get to um, him. Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, he needs to get going. Um, Lowry stepped of. it up this series. Um, but yes. this, this is this is still a series, though. I just... I still believe this is a series. I don't think there's much in it still. Okay. Okay. Um and as I said about the Denver series, I said Dental would come back. I, do, do you recall? I do. Um I do you,
1: you I, you I made
0: believe the- I believe this will go 7. I believe Toronto will win the next game and I think it's then it's um as we know game 7s there's no home court. It'll just be a toss of
1: the coin. Oh, if if Boston win in 7 made after after I called exactly that, I'm going to have to. I am going to have to give myself star of the show um, yes. in a week. In a week or two. Now, well played by you. You made a couple of great points. We haven't talked about Jason Tatum, and he's playing like the star. I've got a, something for you later on him. He's playing like the star that he absolutely is today, notwithstanding. Didn't have a great game today. His footwork around the basket is right there with Pete Kobe and Pete D Wade. Oh. You are you are spot on about your your boy Fred Van Vliet, who you were saying could uh could carry a team and might get paid B time. He came out and said, as they went to 2-2, and I have to change the language here because you can guess what he was saying. He said about uh, Boston, they stuffed up and they stuffed up now. Well, what about you, Freddie? Coming into the, today's game, he averages in losses eight points a game at 32%, which he then came out and went two of seven from three with two turnovers and minus 14 for the game. Don't think he wants to be talking about Boston at uh, at this point in time. At one point today, he went one on four in a fast break for a missed three. He is totally off. You're totally spot on about Siakam. You're spot on about him. Did you know that early, some early season player rankings had him at number seven, O'Brien in at the number league. seven. Yeah, the league. There's a few around him, but you know, I reckon that's about right. Now let's look at it. We've got Lowry, we've got Fred, OG, Ibaka, Powell. Gasol, they're important. I'd have him higher than seven. Seven in the league? Are you kidding me? He had another howler today. Ten points, minus twenty-five for the game. Do you know how hard that is to do, bud? Yeah,
0: you- I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the plus-minus, to be honest. But uh, okay.
1: <laughs> he, had a, well, he had a significant impact then. His the team went down by twenty-five with him on the court. You're right, though. He's at fifteen a game on forty percent shooting. His last two games from three, two of thirteen, and zero of two. So uh, he he needs to shop shooting it.
0: Yeah, he's shooting it at fifteen percent for the series on threes. <laughs> that's not, that won't get it done. It,
1: that won't ridiculous. get it done.
0: One it's thing a... I have noticed, Marcus Soul is looking slow to yeah. me. Yeah. Yep. I, I didn't realise he dropped off this much. I hadn't realized, you know, he's Neither averaging he he's averaging five point four points and four point six rebounds for the series. That's not that's not um, normal Marcus Sol numbers. He's obviously Did, you, did yeah. you see what he had today? No, I didn't. I'm just looking at the overall.
1: A big fat donut, my friends. A big, a big fat, fat donut. donut the field there you go. Uh, you said it goes seven. Who who takes it in seven then?
0: I still think Boston. I think. Okay. I still think Boston. All right. I still think Boston. Bit more, just a fraction more depth, and I think their top, their their three, their top three are slightly better than Toronto's top three, especially with Siakam playing like poo. Sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. I really like this Boston team. Can't wait to see what happens in the next round. Is, well, you know, just, can I Just, just, can
0: I just throw one in there? What question without no? just not in the question without no. How are you feeling if it's a Boston LA final series? That that's that is absolutely, absolutely possible from here. Yeah, it's different. Lakers-Celtics, again.
1: Obviously, I'll talk myself into it if it's Boston. I I don't know who has to be my focus, Marcus Smart. I find this Boston team really likeable, really well coached. They've got some young, absolute studs. I I think this is a fantastic Boston team. It won't be your traditional Lakers-Celtics rivalry for me. Um, Matt, let's go to our favourite segment. It's always a concern when you've got to start a sentence, Matt, with the words, I'm not into fat shaming. But... (laughs) MJ wearing a Detroit three-peat T-shirt. Oh, no. Just how strong was Judd Bushler's coffee the morning that he got interviewed? <laughs> but Matt's just asked me the question. And I'm Matt's answering it <laughs>
0: because I'm not getting an adequate response.
1: Matt, can you explain to our listeners what our peripheral pickups is all about?
0: Oh, these are things outside of outside of the normal, just watching the ball and watching guys shoot. This is stuff in the background. This is stuff off to the side. This is little comments that don't make sense. This is this is blokes doing silly things in the background. Fans, <laughs> players, coaches, rest. Anyone you like? Absolutely. There's something off to the side. Uh,
1: it's, it's bureep, bureep. Yeah, it's uh, it's not that that boring rubbish, you know, nonsensical plus minus stuff that you, no, you know, no, just don't no, rate at it all. it's a bit, yep. it's a bit less yep. scientific. Your week off. You've had far too much spare time. You've gone crazy this week. I have to let you go first.
0: Yeah, I had a, I had a truckload of these. Um, the my first one is the virtual fans, right? They're up there on the oh, screens. Yeah? Good. The the virtual fan head size. Yes. What's going on with this? Yep. There's no consistency here whatsoever. <laughs> right. Now just 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 bear with me for a minute, right? Some some of the people, their heads are absolutely enormous. Okay. Much, careful. Like, much, careful. Like, much like one of our friends. A shout out to, to, nope, to, to, nope, nope, to, to all uh, our friends. Uh, hey. it, 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 looks like, it looks like they're auditioning for Mount Rushmore, some of these people. Their heads are just there. Okay. Other people, they've got an enormous amount of their torso in shot. Other people are just miles and miles away. Their, their heads are like pinheads, like one of our other friends too. Oh, Hi hide to hide ooze. Great. Oh, I hear oh, you. Understand on. It, Hang it's, on. Just, it's just very no messy. It's very messy. Okay. You know, virtual fans, get some kind of uniformity, please. You know, it just looks okay. ridiculous.
1: Right. Okay. We'll get the NBA to send them an email. You sit this far from your camera. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one. Um, I've got a... I've got a couple of uh, additions to add to the use of the board in front of the uh, – Oh, in front so of, i in, in yes, front of high. Go I've got a feeling I might take one of yours because he's – it's not really a peripheral. It's been very obvious. I'm going to call it the Hulkster. And it goes to Myers Leonard, who doesn't just sit yes. on his seat or stand up where one he is. 1-0, nil.
0: 1-0. Nil.
1: He, he comes out and does the full Hulk squat Hogan. pose. Hulk um, Hogan style. Showing off the, the rig. He's a very well-built man, Myers Leonard. And he's got a lot of energy, not playing a lot of minutes at the moment. Love what Myers Leonard is bringing there, the Hulkster. I don't think it'll be top three, but it's it's right there in the top seven. Yes.
0: Now you, you you wonderfully brought up the foam fence, is what I'm calling it, the foam fence. The foam um, fence. Um, I had three things on that. Um, <laughs> one and one boy, one blow mine. You better I, not. I, I can't remember who this was. Someone was straddling the foam fence with a bit of whipping the horse
1: action, a bit of bit of riding at home with the whip. Okay. Well, the straddle was one of the levels, but this person's taking a turn. He's got the whip going. Yeah. Okay. What um, are you calling it, mate? You've got to have a title for it. Oh, well, it was the whip, I guess. The horsey? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, okay. Let's keep it clean. <laughs> and and there was, a, there was a massive bucket in the Heat-Milwaukee uh, game. It was a crowd of three in the fourth quarter of game okay. two. every single Heat player was doing something on the foam fence
1: (laughs) at once. Oh, my goodness.
0: Simultaneous, Evans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Love it. Yes. Yep. Did you have a third? You said you had one more to go? Uh,
0: And then I had also had a Miami Miami player. We used to, the old days and the Celtics used to whip the towels on the floor. He was whacking the foam fence with his towel. So that was a good one as well.
1: Okay. Reminiscent of
0: days gone by.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll jump in with a, with a different one. Obviously, I miss the, the Portland Trailblazers coaching staff and their dentistry-like uniforms. Um, game four of the Raptors and the Celtics. Oh, no. Yes. I Poor, think I've got this. Yep. Nick Nurse yes. was in a pink, yes. horizontal-striped golf yes. shirt, yes. As, yes. as was his entire coaching staff. Yes, indeed. Nick, you can't pull that off, oh, mate. Oh. You're not Dwayne Wade. You know, Dwayne Wade, uh, Matt, my three-year-old daughter came and sat on my lap. She looked at the screen for 30 seconds and she goes, and there's a pause in the middle of this, she goes, Daddy, why pink top? <laughs> and then I like pink. Yes, Tess, you do. You're a three-year-old girl. girl. Yes. Two, two, two nil to you. I've had what both that you? I
0: admire Leonard and that pink top. You're, you're smashing me here. Yes. Um the my boy Ashton Kutcher, Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver. Um great looking man. Have you noticed if he gets involved in a fast break where he has to sprint? No. Have you watched this?
1: Well, in a peripheral sense, I'm not sure what you're looking for. So go
0: on. He, he <laughs> there was a play where he was he was um in offense and then they'd lost the ball and it was near him and he had to turn and sprint. It is yes. most amusing. He looks like Jerry Krause sprinting. <laughs> he, he, he cannot.
1: He cannot sprint. He can't sprint the old Ashton Kutcher. He can't do it. He can't it do it. How many? How many years in the league? Come on, mate. Yes. Um, I've got. I've got my final um, d- degree celebration on the on the. What do you call it? The foam fence. The
0: foam, foam fence.
1: Um, the Lakers have have entered the fray mate, and they've got a top top two or top three. Um, I, I don't know what the gymnast would call it. I would call it the. The side cartwheel, so a massive uh, ad shot, and a Lakers play has come over—not the handstand into the two hands, the one-hand side cartwheel using the fence over the fence onto the uh, arena floor, oh, back up to the standing position. Yes, yeah, magnificent work from the Lakers. Oh. I, I, I've seen that, and I'm, I'm tipping us in five now.
0: I wonder. I wonder if. <laughs> I wonder if the teams are, you know, the guys that aren't playing at all, they're getting <laughs> together and saying, "Oh, how can we?" How can we use this phone fence? How can we get like it? it? How can we get in the action? We're sitting right back. We're normally on the court. We're out of shot. We're way at the back there in our, you know, spaced out little arrangement. I don't want to get on there. Absolutely. Uh, my last one is um, my boy Dwight Howard. He, he makes oh, me laugh.
1: On. At, at one on, stage mate.
0: in the game yesterday, i on yesterday's game. He 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 rotates across and pushes Harden quite forcibly. Right? Mm. Pushes quite forcibly as Harden's trying to bribe. Put two hands. Gets a call for the foul. And then he starts complaining furiously. He's very funny, Dwight, to me.
1: He is. <laughs> He's never he failed in his entire game. Oh, he his hasn't. entire career. He hasn't. I, I'd He's love hilarious. to support Dwight in this, but it's becoming impossible. Hilarious. Yep. I've I've got one one last one from me, Matt. And I, I I know you're sitting down, but I need you to sit down and get comfortable because I need to explain a quick play for you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Jalen Brown rummaging to the rim, having that horrible game I spoke about. Rummaging. Rummaging. He spins to lose his defender, which he does successfully. And hammers straight down the middle and gets a legitimate charge. Kyle Lowry got a legitimate charge in a game, my friend. It was real.
0: It was real. Jalen Brown
1: never saw him. He was just standing there minding his own business. He got slammed straight through the middle. Didn't even have to flop, though, of course, he did. Um Unbelievable stuff from Kyle Lowry. He's first legitimate charge for the season. Did he accentuate? Yeah, of course he did. He did accentuate it. He, he, he threw himself all over, but he got absolutely nailed um, whilst in position. Well, great work. Love our peripheral pickups. Can't absolutely. wait to see what we get for next week. Matt, we've, uh, we've dealt with the East. Let's head out West O'Brien where we have a clash of styles in Lakers Rockets. Currently tied 1-1. On that clash of styles, I reckon the Rockets, mate, should be commended to this point for forcing the Lakers to play a game style that falls into Houston hands. They've neutralised the size of LA, who were only plus five on the boards over two games so far. They've played your boy, Howard, and McGee basically off the court. They had a total of eight minutes between them in game two. You are not winning the boards against Houston without a fight. Give me PJ Tucker any day. He got a one versus three offensive rebound and put back the other day. He's corner threes. He's elite D. He's fantastic. On a different point, Matt, you'll like this two v one. Did you see in game one James Harden calling for LeBron's man to screen for him yes, so he I could did. be isolated against LeBron he James? Did. Switched onto him. He, he got some good D from LeBron for about eight seconds. Then, then he just blew, blew by, by
0: him, him for wide open later. Blew
1: by him and LeBron just simply watched it go by, mate. If Mar Markeith Morris. If Markeith Morris doesn't have the playoff game of his life, four threes in one quarter for 16 points for the game, we're down 0-2. I,
0: yeah, I, I noticed in game one, the Lakers do not seem to be able to defend the corner three. Nope. PJ Tucker, I, I, I'd have to look up his stats in game one. I'll do that while I'm talking. Yes, he, please. I reckon he could have had six or seven threes in game one. He had so many shots just with no one near him. Yep. Um, he was two of seven on threes. I reckon he had at least six of those, which is dead set, no one near him.
1: Absolutely. Not your um,
0: and AD has to take, has to just dominate. That's basically my take on it. LeBron will get his, but AD has to dominate. He has to make him pay inside. He can't be standing out the three-point line shooting long fadeaway twos. He's got to catch the ball deeper and make them commit. He's got to keep putting them in foul trouble. He just okay. has to put them in foul trouble, which they're Jordan. not. They're not getting in foul trouble. He should be able to draw fouls on PJ Tucker comfortably. He's a foot taller than him almost. Like, it's just – if he wants to just play post-up 20 feet from the basket or shoot threes, this series will go a long time. Because Harden will get his. Um, but I'll, I'll get on Russell Westbrook later. He, he, oh, wow. I'm still – I'm, I'm, I'm
1: waiting for I'm, you. So I'll I, still, I need to lead to up.
0: I've still got, I've still got um, the Lakers winning this series because Russell Westbrook plays for yeah. Houston.
1: Okay. i got. I got two caveats for that. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. Although this series, you know, I agree, it could go either way. Two caveats. One, is you spot on. The regression of Russell Westbrook as an elite NBA player is startling. Um, and I will let you have the right of reply here because you've been on this guy for a decade. Um, he was 4 of 15 the other day, 14% from three, 33% from free throws, um, I'll, I'll get off him, though, because the other one is, as the release valve. they've got to just consider going more than just to to Russ. They've got to go to Eric Gordon, um, who has lifted. I know you are hard on him, and rightfully so for his shooting clip. He's been really good. A couple um, of good games, yeah. The second one, you talk about the three-point shooting, and normally you're spot on. The second problem for Houston at the moment is their stationary offense. Um, LeBron and Rondo combined for almost as many as assists as the entire Houston team in game two. LA boasts a top-two defense. You want to play hero ball against this LA team? It's going to be tough. Houston took 53 threes. O'Brien, they hit it oh, over 41 wow. percent and still lost. Over 40 percent and still lost. Um, I hear what you're saying about AD. I think he's been superb. 30 a game at 63 percent. I hear what you're saying about needing to to well, take us to, to the yeah, rack. I'm
0: not saying he hasn't, but he has to be. If yep. he if he has a couple of poor games, like they will probably lose yep. those games.
1: Yeah. Well, you're um, right. The, the difficulty of his shot making is extraordinary. You're quite right, though, about uh, Tucker. On that uh, left corner, he's the number one player in the league. He's not going to shoot two of seven many times. Uh, he will knock those down. There'll be games where he goes four or five, six or seven, and then we've got ourselves a game. Uh,
0: and Covington's a nice pickup for them too, defensively. I like that. He's a nice pickup. They got to play. I reckon they got to play Austin Rivers more. Really? not really, really? Much, of a, much of a gig. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. You know, he's
0: played 23 minutes in two games. Whereas Jeff Green has played double that. Like, Austin Rivers is a better player than Jeff Green. Uh, um, fair to say. I enjoyed so the Jeff Green he, he should be getting more of a gig than that. He's a better, okay. defender. He's a better defender than Jeff Green, comfortably. Um, and offensively, he can do some stuff. Very athletic. So, But yeah, this is very interesting. This next game tomorrow, um, yeah, very interesting. I think if the Lakers get this game tomorrow, I reckon it'll probably be over in six
1: from there. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, you're spotted about uh, they needing to do something off the bench. Jeff Green, minus 26 in 20 minutes, not a single rebound. I enjoy that as a Lakers fan, but they're going to have yes. to try. <laughs> they're going to have to try something. Uh, it up. All right. Well, we jumped into Out West. We'll get to the next series, Out West, in a moment, Matt. But let's jump into our questions without notice. Can I? Can I get into one for you straight away?
0: You can.
1: Uh, assuming Miami close out the series against the Bucks, what would you do if you were Giannis Antetokounmpo?
0: What would I do?
1: What would you do? Would you stay the course and take the mega deal that only Milwaukee can offer? Or would you look elsewhere to who's got cap space? Miami, Golden State, would you believe? Would you go somewhere? Oh, I'd go to
0: Chicago. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) No, I – yeah. I'd look around. I'd look around. Okay. Um – I would definitely look around. wouldn't be a lay-down Mazaire for him to stay. Um, Now, I had a Milwaukee question for you, so I'll just follow on with that. Um, What will Milwaukee need to do roster-wise if and when they get rolled here in round two? What are the choices? Assuming they re-sign Giannis, what what, what, what else would they need to do?
1: Yeah, they've got to get a reliable playmaker in Eric Bledsoe, that Eric Bledsoe contract, which they may not be able to move, my friend. Um, That is an absolute abysmal contract. They are just... Getting killed right now for having Bledsoe and not Malcolm Brogdon, who they had and would have been cheaper. Um, they made their choice. Bledsoe was in a hot streak a couple of months and they re-signed him at what seemed like really good value. <laughs> it's not proven to be the case.
0: Yeah. I'm just
1: not sure what else they can do. What um, One for you, Matt. When, uh, overnight, when Novak Djokovic was disqualified from the U.S. Open for hitting a line judge with the ball, yes. did you, did you wonder why he wasn't in the bubble preparing for game three versus the Clippers? Oh, yeah, we that, that's no way
0: to be working on your away. no. Yes, very harsh, very harsh. He's out of the grand slam.
1: He is, he's done. Yeah, what's could the line, the
0: line's line He needs to work on her reflexes, I would have thought, just put the hand up,
1: you know,
0: seriously. Yep. Yep. Um. Uh, One for you. Will the Lakers be wheeling out my boy, Jared Tuckshop Arms Dudley, at any point in the
1: remainder of the playoffs? Yeah, I think... uh, What's happening? I want to see a bit of Tuckshop action. A bit of (laughs) Tuckshop. I think you'll see him if we're up 25 in a closing game. Uh, of a series. I think you'll see uh Dudley make an appearance. I want to see him
0: when you win the title be the one the one on the floor at the end. That that, that would be that would be my dream.
1: Or maybe he can do your boy Not and sure. try and try and um, extract the ball from um, from LeBron. <laughs> from LeBron or from Davis. Like uh who was trying to pull the ball off uh, Randy, MJ? Brown. Randy, Randy Brown. Randy Brown. What was he doing? Um one for you Matt. If you could have either of these two players in a playoff series this year, who would you have? Tatum or Dame? Dame Willard.
0: Oh, totally fit, both of them? Yep. Not having tried not having played his guts out for two months to actually get there. They're just straight up Dame.
1: Dame. Yeah, still have Dame. No, fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. Um, now this is one for you and
0: Rhino from last week. This was a mass, a mass omission from both of you two.
1: Uh, says the man on the couch what, who couldn't what, go for what, the what? In the lounge room to the study to record with us. Oh, nothing to give. Um, what what couldn't either no. why couldn't either you or
0: Rhino have the six foot six shooting guard from North Carolina, Michael Jeffrey Jordan as the star of the show last week? Why not? He single-handedly broke at peace between the players and the owners. He was like coffee and an of the United Nations. He was calming the tensions like between the US and North Korea. You gave him nothing. He saved the season Evans.
1: Like uh, why he had to be the star of the week. Had to be. Goodness. My goodness. All right. So there's a there's a question. Why why didn't we? Yes, exactly. Why didn't you What please explain yourself? Because he didn't single-handedly broker the the peace deal <coughs> between the uh no, I'm not going there. That's not even a question. Um I know when I should to to do 3. I, I am interested though in case it happens. Who you got coming out of the East at this point? I've got uh i've got boston okay boston there you go there you go yes well mate we're into our last series that's going on right now clippers and the nuggets um a little bit of context uh, la up 2 one well a game ago with paul george again not being playoff p and Kawhi going four of 17 denver would always have a chance to pinch one and they did i mean they shot uh I think 30 – no, they shot 71% in the first quarter of that game. Hey, they gave us another great effort. I wasn't expecting it today. But uh, with a 2-1 lead after the is shot it at 55% from the field, not sure I can see Denver getting clawing their way back in this one. I've got a couple of things which I've seen which I've really liked, but what have you seen, Maddie, so far?
0: Oh, watching the last six minutes today um – Shows you why Kawhi's the best player in basketball. Well, without KD playing, anyway. Um, He just controlled the game at both ends. He blocked a shot today with his uh, bird finger. Hello. Hello. Jamal Murray went to the hole very late in the game, jumped up to dunk it. Enormous. Enormous. He cocked it, Evans. Yep. And LeBron went up and just blocked it with the top of his middle finger. LeBron went up, did he? No, LeBron didn't, know. Kawhi <laughs> went up and blocked it with his middle finger. It was just extraordinary. And between him and Paul George, the last six minutes today, if you watch that in isolation, but this is what I have said about them, they don't do this consistently. This is their problem. But when they bring this, the Lakers won't get past them either if they bring this. Their defence in the last six minutes today, just, Denver could hardly get a shot. Um, and they weren't dynamite at the other end, but... Mm-hmm. They just stopped them and they couldn't do anything. Um, sure. And they have the best defensive lineup, I believe, in the league. So okay. um, that, that's what I've noticed. Jokic, is, Jokic my man, Jokic, is having a fantastic playoff. Yeah, he looks he? really great. Like he's just doing it in all different ways. So
1: Did you see his uh, patented one hand rebound turn and touchdown pass again today for a layup?
0: No, it's, I it's, that, it's, no. It's, a, it's a
1: thing of beauty. Jeremy Grant was the wide receiver on that. It was amazing.
0: What's your take on where the series is going from here?
1: Uh I wrote myself a note during game two with Denver playing out of the minds and just said, you know, is, is this their game seven? Um you know, they they were phenomenal with the Clippers making a run. They got up early. They they grabbed a game. If they get another one, I, I might even be surprised. I think it's it's over in five or in six. They were um, up
0: today though. I was watching and they did oh, have the lead late in the third quarter. Don't deny it, well no. and truly in it. Well yep, and truly said, in it. I did but say I,
1: before I was surprised by that. I did not think they would get yeah. Get up, get double figures up. That said, this could not have turned out better for the Clippers. You know, Luca and Porzingis uh, in and out and in round one. Injured, pretty, yes. Pretty tired Nuggets team now in round two. Uh, Jokic was not going to play; he's not 100%. Even though he's playing well, I reckon they'll be good to go against either the Lakers or Houston. They don't relinquish this lead; not a chance.
0: Yeah, good call. Um, and what's your what's your feel as a Lakers man? Um, should you get past Houston? What's your confidence level? heading into a series with the Clips.
1: I, you and I have talked about this privately and on the pod. I've been fearful of the Clippers all year. I've had them as my pick all year. Um, I see some uh, chinks in the armour, so to speak, um, about that team, just the lack of continuity, lack of consistency. Extraordinary that you would call Kawhi Leonard the best player in basketball. Fair enough, best player in the playoffs. Part-time Kawhi Not, can't be the best player in basketball, but right now... We don't have anyone. I don't think anyone has anyone that can stop the great man. Um, He is is fantastic. Uh,
0: Yes.
1: If they they keep (laughs) keep every player on the court and healthy, they're going to be tough to stop. They really get that, O'Brien, but either by uh, load management or injury-plowing players like Paul George and uh, Lou Williams,
0: Williams, and Kawhi.
1: And (laughs) Kawhi. So they're they're no guarantee to have their best seven or eight uh, going at once. Um, but they are they are fantastic when really? they're full well,
0: I had a crack at Paul George last week. Rightfully so. Too. Rightfully so. But he's listened and he's lifted. Well,
1: okay, he has lifted. <laughs> yeah, he has. He has let's see if he can bring it consistently. Uh he is a star when he's on song.
0: Well, now, mate he, yep. I've got a I've got a new segment. I'm gonna introduce I've told hey, you hey, about hey, what? I've told you about this. This is a what? segment I'm going to introduce. I've had enough. Got to keep things fresh, Evans. You have got to spice things up, as you know, in all parts of your life. You have got to keep things fresh and new.
1: Hang so, on. I've typed here, Stephen A. Wait, what are you doing?
0: You'll get your Stephen A. Don't worry. And so what? will I. Let What's me tell you. What's new segment? Um, so this segment will be called. Yeah. What? Turn- turnovers. Turnover. <laughs> this is this is this is for the stupid predictions that you might make, or I might make, uh, yes. or a commentator might make. Yes. Or a, you know, a prediction, a silly quote, yep. Um something that's just abs- a poor play from a player, um, okay, like Westbrook flying down the court the other day and throwing the ball out of bounds, stuff like that. Um, yep. My first one is Steve Javy. Now, we talked about yes. this foul before when um, uh, our boy Middleton uh, jumped up and leaned into Dragic. Um, he clearly there was no foul there. We agree with that. Clearly there was no foul there. They, they crossed to uh, – was it Doris, yep. Doris Burke was commentating the game? Yeah, and she yeah. said, oh, yep. you know, that's just crazy. You know, that's just not a foul. It's just great defence. Um, sure. They crossed to Steve Javi. What do you think, Steve? <laughs> oh, no, he's kind of leaned into him. Oh, just shut up, Steve. That's terrible. a massive turnover. Yeah, it was terrible. Get him off the coverage. And for yep. the record, Evans, get your frigging face mask off <laughs> when you're being interviewed. <laughs> The camera's not giving you COVID. I'm not sure if you realised.
1: Uh, Steve Javi, Steve Javi in a sealed room on his own. Yes, yeah. He's, he's got his got his got his mask on. Okay. I like it, Matt. You got another one? Oh, I've got a few more. Did you have one you wanted to share? Oh, I've got to think of one, one the, the top one off the top you of your head. Heads is, I think, I've got one to go with. But yes, go um, go. You can tell me if this is within the parameters. Of what you're talking about? Yes. Um, I have to go back a couple of weeks. Um, Lakers went into a dangerous series with the Blazers. And Charles Barkley said, I've got to get this right, if the Blazers win game one, which they did, if the Blazers win game one, they'll sweep the Lakers. series,
0: yes. (laughs) That's a massive turnover, Chuck. That's what we're talking about, mate. I'm one
1: for one. I'll sit down a la Zubach.
0: All right. Um, Jamal Murray in uh, game seven, driving down down the floor, gets a little knock from our boy Joe Ingalls, Proceeds to lie on the floor for a good minute. <laughs> right. And then the commentator, Mark Jones, the game restarts and he's like, Oh, we better keep an eye on Murray to make sure he's still moving okay.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: Come on. Um, now, we're, we're under lockdown at the moment, Evans. We are. Do, you want, do you want me to keep going with my turnovers or are you going to jump, jump in with any? I'm, I'm in lockdown. You spent the last week in the Bahamas while I went to work and oh, did a pod. Yeah. Without, at all. We're we're in lockdown at the moment, and and one of the great one of the small uh, small mercies I have in being in lockdown
1: Mm
0: -hmm. is in every morning we generally hear um, of the people who've been fined by the police, right, for not for for breaching you know COVID rules and the quarantine. How are you going to link this to
1: NBA, mate? How are you going to link this to NBA? It's
0: just 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 amusing because we're funny guys. Anyway, (laughs) there was a guy last night. He was fine fined for riding his bike in South Melbourne after the curfew had finished. And when he was pulled over, he said he was going to visit his semi intimate partner. <laughs> semi intimate partner. <laughs> <Is that> what? <laughs> what? Oh,
1: there's a list of these every day. You gotta get gotta get on it, Evans. It's fantastic. Oh, this is up there um, with um, the NBA players allowed to have people over for non casual relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm semi- sure they
0: can control the
1: My last couple. Are they NBA now? Yes, they are. Doc
0: Rivers saying that when Marcus Morris chopped, did a karate chop on Luka Doncic's head, he said that he didn't think it was a flagrant foul. This is why we don't like you, Doc Rivers and the Clippers. This crap, right? I'll
1: get that soon, too.
0: And my last one was at the end of the OKC Houston series in Game 7 when the refs just made up a foul on James Harden who was just standing next to Chris Paul. And they just made up a foul on him. Yep. Just unbelievable. So that's 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 the theme. That's how it works. All right. All right. Next week I expect you to come with a good four or five. If you haven't got any, just read the paper about the people pulled over for curfew <laughs> violations.
1: There'll <laughs> be plenty of funny reasons. Done. All right. It's time for our Stephen eh? Ape. <laughs> And Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub He can't play, no disrespect whatsoever uh, Matt, you explain this magnificently What's our Stephen A segment please?
0: Oh, Stephen A is one of the most opinionated the most opinionated
1: sportscaster mm-hmm. in, in American sports and... I've got one, do you mind if I kick it off? Go for it Do you mind if I kick it off? Because Matt, there's a cultural divide that grates on us as Aussies, bud And you and I are seeing the worst of it at the moment Late in game four of Celtics Raptors Stan Van Gundy calls out Marcus Smart on his quote-unquote flopping in trying to draw a light whistle. In the same game, he's won Kyle Lowry, who leads the league in charges. He also leads the league in its history of drawing charges that should have been blocks. He leads the league in the history for flops, whinges, sooks, (laughs) finger-spinning to call for reviews and long-winded complaining conversations with referees during free throws. Normally, Nick Nurse joins him for most of these conversations. Now, this is absolute hypocrisy from Stan Van Gundy when Kyle Lowry's out there. I didn't share this in my peripherals, but early in that Game 4, and you know this because I texted you about it, Kyle Lowry flopped himself so hard. He was like that gag people do on camera where they capture their mate as a fish and they reel him in. Kyle Lowry was like that fish suffocating out of water. And I know this, O'Brien, because one of his shoes came flying off. O'Brien, <laughs> he flopped himself out of his own shoes. Let's switch gears for a moment. Something more serious that you and I both took note of. Late in game two of Nuggets Clippers, Patrick Beverly fouls hard. He's frustrated that the Clippers were losing. We've seen this, I don't know, Matt, how many times. He gets in the face once the foul is called of his own coach, Doc Rivers. He grabs him by the arm and demands a review. They're not winning the game. Doc just refuses. The very next play, he proceeds to play NFL defense on Murray and gets called for an obvious foul, and he goes off. Now, this is not my point. My point is this. What do the commentators, Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller, who we love, what do they do? They start laughing. They talk about what a competitor he is, and they say that, and I quote, he's so feisty. Oh,
0: I've had enough
1: of this. This is Not 10 seconds later, the refs justifiably eject Beverly after he picks up his second technical foul. He then, mate, loses the plot, has to be restrained as he's abusing the referees. He gets walked out of the building. Now, does the NBA come down hard on this type of behaviour like we do in Australia? Does he have to apologise, get a significant fine, even a suspension? Of course not. He gets what sounds like a big fine of $25,000 for a guy who earns $12 million a year Which is over two hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars a week. A week. It's it's ten percent of his salary. It's like finding uh, a normal person a hundred to two hundred bucks. Does his coach acknowledge it and call out the behaviour? Of course not. This is from Doc Rivers. Beverly's going to talk, and that's legal. Great point, Doc. It's actually not against the law to speak words out loud. We've got a flopping problem, and we've got an entitlement issue in this game. The media, the coaches—they have to stop enabling this type of behavior they win they whinge and they complain they flop and no one not named charles barkley calls them on it and look it's not just it's not just these two blokes to be fair to them. every contender has someone who barks at the refs all game lebron lowry nick nurse harden gordon every member of the clippers franchise chris <laughs> middleton oh my goodness even Kawhi leonard who came into the league and said absolutely oh, hang on, hang on, nothing for years. He can't, he can't talk, can he? <laughs> he? He flops his arms and screams like a banshee after every miss. There's a reason why NBA is not the number one sport in the US, and it's not their skill, it's not their athleticism, it's not their ability. They're phenomenal athletes, but at worst, and we're seeing it, they're self-entitled, petulant, vertically challenged. crybabies babies. Thank you. Congratulations.
0: Mate. Couldn't agree more.
1: You got one today? You don't have to have one every week. You got one today?
0: Oh, I've got one.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I have had a
0: gutful of how overrated Russell Westbrook is as a player and as a person. Oh, oh. (laughs) yes, go, go. The gushing media just salivates every time he does something athletic, something unique. Yet they totally ignore the bleeding obvious which is the fact he's been killing the teams he plays on for seasons now. Yes, he yes. His game is just wildly out of control. He lacks any level of maturity in reading how he's being defended, the score, the time left, the situation of the game, who's got the hot hand, mm-hmm. where the ball needs to go when they desperately need a bucket, all that stuff. He's got no idea of any of that. Add to that having possibly the lowest EQ I've ever seen of a professional athlete. Oh, my goodness. And it's quite the combination. In the first two games, you mentioned this, in the first two games of this Lakers series, mm-hmm. he's gone 10 of 24 and 4 of 15. He's shot 2 of 12 on threes. He's had 12 turnovers. Mm-hmm. He's taken seven more shots than James Harden has. No. In the series so far. Oh. No. Is this a story that's played out before, Rich, Peter Richard Bartholomew Evans? Is it? <laughs> Have you heard this story before? <laughs> That's right. You have the best player in basketball went away and left him for this reason. Oh dear! And then the presser after game two yesterday. Yeah. He showed the maturity of a five-year-old. Have you seen this? Tell tell the listeners. He sits up. He sits up there on the table, head down, looking straight at the desk in front of him, refusing to look at anyone asking him a question taking total offence if anyone asks him what he's going to do to get going offensively. Mm -hmm. I was on the record at the time that this was a stupid trade by Daryl Morey, absolutely stupid trade. Chris Paul, even with all his issues, was a far better bet than Westbrook. Sure. And he's got an equally bad contract as each other, right? Was Morey watching when Westbrook went like 15 of 43 or something in game seven against Utah last season? Was he watching that? (laughs) I'm super confident the Lakers will win this series purely because Houston will not be able to overcome the inefficiencies of Westbrook. His terrible shot selection, his wild out-of-control drives, his flat-out awful league worst outside shooting deficiencies, just totally overrated by virtually every media commentator, except for our boy, Zach Lowe, who once apologised to the OKC fans at the time for saying, I'm sorry, he's the worst volume outside shooter in the history of basketball. That's Mm -hmm. what Zach Lowe said. And that still remains the same today. So to all the media, stop idolising this pretentious, obnoxious and wildly overrated team oh, killer. Shit. White, locked down, mumba, out.
1: Out. Wow. And I do know that you've taken away pasty after your week in the Bahamas.
0: I have. I'm browned right
1: up. We should... We should... <laughs> we, we should We should add that this is actually a sport which we love uh, very much. Um, We might need to get a little bit more positive. Um, (laughs) Matt, it's time for our star of the show. Star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. (laughs) Matt, it's time for our star of the show. Do you mind if I kick in first, bud? Bang on. Go Go for for it. it. All right, I will. (laughs) Well, with an honourable mention to a man I've just gave a whack to and who you talked up as the best player in the game, I'd say best player in the playoffs, Kawhi Leonard going at 39-5 and with 2.4 steals a game. I'm actually not going to name an individual player. It'll be pretty obvious. Most of us thought that the East would be a layup for the Milwaukee Bucks. They cruised to the number one spot in the East, they destroyed the Magic, and then faced up to a team that won 12 less games than them in a shortened season. But O'Brien, what the Miami Heat have done defies belief. They have destroyed the team with the number one defense up until this point, to the point where their defensive efficiency in the, for the Bucs is 15 points a game worse than its average. They have created a genuine nine-man rotation that could threaten any title team, and I truly believe that if they come up against the Clippers or the Lakers. In Jimmy Buckets, Bam Dragic, Robertson Crowder Hero, and then none, Olenek or Iggy. Throwing the Hulkster and the Flasher in there for an Ocean's 11. They are not reliant on any one player to get hot and stay hot to win a game or a series. They're incredibly well coached by a multi-time championship winning coach. They're getting freshly roasted bruise O'Brien from oh. their team captain in Jimmy Buckets, their barista, an advantage that you will never understand No, O'Brien. I will not. You did touch on this <laughs> before, though. They are not afraid to get their hands dirty. They're afraid of no one. And they might go into the Eastern Conference Finals as favourites against the Celtics if they get there. Yes, they blew a prime opportunity for a sweep, but this series is over. My star of the show is the entire Miami Heat. They are fantastic.
0: Great job. If I was a judge and you were the lawyer, I'd be saying sustained.
1: Sustained. Sustained. Because my
0: star of the show... Oh, believe it, you, you've won 3-0 today. That, that that was what I was going to have on a slightly different angle, though, okay. believe it or not. I, I was going no, to nah, have Pat Riley and Coach Spo basically, okay. for putting this together.
1: Okay, I Fair never
0: good. saw it coming. Um, yeah, just awesome effort from them, the group they've put together. And I think we've both spoken about this um, off air. They're, they're literally one player away from being, like, the dominant force in exactly. the East.
1: Yes, they are. If they
0: were to get a Giannis, or you know, there's, correct. There's players out there, so correct. kudos to them, yep. and I'm happy for them to uh, be my little love on the side. Now that the Golden State Warriors are now longer, no longer in business at the moment. Fair so, enough. Uh,
1: Fair enough. So they're they're your with... favourite team. They're your favourite team. Still in there.
0: They are.
1: Fantastic. No, fantastic. Quite the
0: irony when I wasn't interested in their first round series, but there you go. <laughs> Things change.
1: Yes, two podcasts ago. You were just totally disinterested. I love it. And that's why we do it. Well, Matt, welcome back. Great to have you back on board, O'Brien. We got there. Um, If you are listening, please rate us. Write us a review. Follow us. We are Sports Opinionated. We'll be back next week. We'll have a clearer picture of what's going on in um, the second round of the playoffs. Matt, don't go away. I want you back next week. Yeah,
0: we'll change our opinions for next week and we'll be back.
1: (laughs) Maybe you'll be off the heat and onto someone else. That's all right. That's why we do it. Well, go well, my friend, everyone. Stay safe. Take care. See you later. Cheers.